0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.
2: Closing
1: in. Oh, Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool
2: out of
1: the cup and not under three. Yes! No! And yes! the... Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. Yes, I'm back after a week away, and I'm very pleased to see the place still in one piece. Thank you guys. Here with me as always are the very capable Danny Brothers, Chessie Coleman, and Neil Edgerton Scott. How are you all guys? You okay? Did you miss me?
2: We really missed you, Charles. I'm feeling a lot better not being in caretaker charge anymore. That's all the tough job that you did, and uh, it was a bit too much for me, I think. It was, um, couldn't quite hack it.
1: Chris Hackett. Chris Hackett, yeah. <laughs> good. <Out of> <laughs> but
2: um, the, the kids I'm behaved on. last week, so that's the, pl- that's the plus.
0: There's
1: <laughs> <laughs> the first time for everything. How about you, Neil? I'm expecting some snide remarks.
3: No, nope, I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. How are you? After your illness last week.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling a lot better now. Thank you very much.
3: wasn't corona-related, was it? It was a, a it, different... It moment. was definitely not. No, yeah. It was
1: just feeling a bit meh. So, yeah, I thought I'll take a back seat. And uh, you didn't destroy the podcast, so all is good. Well done, everyone. <laughs> we well, we did, did
0: destroy your team, though.
1: We I did think we destroyed it. your <laughs> reputation a bit, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll come on to that in a minute. But first of all, uh, we know it's a tough time at the moment. Uh, It is for all of us. And that's why we want to say a huge thank you to all of the people who are helping to support the podcast through our Patreon page. While the podcast is free to listen to, it isn't free to make, and it does take a long time to make it, believe it or not. So it's a huge thank you to Adrian Barnett, Brian Hayward, Derek Kirby, Malcolm Butler, Martin Hasker phil andrews craig west melbourne cobbler giles lawrence craig west and mike fuller we really do value your ongoing support guys and if you'd like to join that list of wonderful people in supporting us from as little as two us dollars a month then head over to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me i'm chris hargreaves and it's all cobblers to me so on last week's pod, Danny did do a sterling job of filling in for me as we went through our iconic NTFC 11s. Now, before we get to your messages, I want to take the time to explain some of my decisions <laughs> after the three of you ripped into me last
3: week. <laughs> well, hold on, Charles. I think we've got a special guest this week, haven't we? Welcome to the podcast, Richard Hope. <laughs> oh, Legend.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: well, right.
2: So, to explain this, <laughs>
0: please do. We're all ears. First ever
2: three-hour Not... pod coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah. I genuinely thought that the plan was last week was that we were going to come to together to record the pods with four different teams, essentially, and then argue between us about which player should then go into the ultimate podcast iconic eleven. And we'd got a spreadsheet sorted out. And at the time that I set to working out mine, Danny had completely finished his. Chessie was pretty much done apart from maybe a couple of positions. And Neil just wanted Pele in every position. <laughs> so all the obvious ones were taken, like Razor, like Samo, like Pele. <laughs> <not, laughs> <like Pelé. laughs> they, they were all already taken. So therefore I was like, right, well... Who am I going to put in to make, uh, you know, a little bit of an argument to just have a discussion around different players? And I genuinely thought, (laughs) let's put Richard Hope in there because it'll be funny to reminisce about Richard Hope compared to all the others that we've had. And I I, I, I genuinely just thought to myself, right, I don't want to put anyone that, that everybody else had already chosen. And it's 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 for me. It was far too obvious to just go with the likes of um, Ricky Holmes, Bayo. You know, I mean, that, Samo, that Razor. Was the name Roy of the game, Inter. Charles?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, a list, and I've got reasonable sized arms, Charles. I've got a list <laughs> as long as my arm of um, defenders that could have gone in there before Richard hope. <laughs>
3: I think yeah, I think you could almost name any other defender, and would probably. I, there was even a moment in the week when I listened back to the pod where I started thinking: Would I put Ash Taylor in front of Richard? <laughs>
1: i hope you decided no because if you didn't you're off the pot.
2: i made up a song um, to do with the defenders charles to the tune of we didn't start the fire by billy joel and there's about 50 different center backs (laughs) if you're a patreon listener
1: you're getting that (laughs) this week (laughs) that is the treat that you've all got in your sign up now two dollars a month that's it and you'll get danny's (laughs) version if we didn't start the fire, fantastic. No, um no, honestly, I, I genuinely just thought, well, you guys are gonna put there's obviously gonna be razo and Summer, Gabo G pairs is gonna be in there. Um i d I don't and I just thought I literally then sort of went, Well, I, I need to sort of pick <laughs> oh, I know what bit, I'll do, I'll put
2: Richard.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what what, <laughs> what went through your I didn't expect <laughs> Well Sammo have generally... got uh, uh, Richard Hope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know I trawled I I trolled through is it transfermarket.com or something like that to look through all of the squads over the last
0: and you still years can, that you I've still came to that heart, so.
1: <laughs> Well yeah because if you go through the, the vast majority of the 90s the center halves that you've got are just Razor Razor and Samo that's it isn't it
3: because they are the iconic too
1: yeah, exactly. And they are the two that would make anybody's team. But what's the point in all four of us just going, I didn't. Here's my team. I oh, didn't. it's the same as yours. And it's the same as you yours. You could have had
3: Kelvin Langmead over Richard. <laughs> Charlie Goode. Well, Charlie Goode. I'd <laughs> have put him up front. Clark Carlisle. <laughs> Clark Carlisle, yeah. Luke Yeah, Angels. Clark
2: Carlisle. Lee Howie, Lee Howey. Rod McDonald. Rod oh, McDonald. Concrete
0: Rod. Concrete Rod. David
2: Rennie. Well... Paul Reed, Paul
1: Reed, had Paul, Reed. Right well. yeah, Paul Reed, Paul <laughs> Reed, yeah, Paul Reed was already taken. You had him, I Paul Paul yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go,
2: Paul Reed of <laughs> Richard Hope, Hope, the Dream Team. No <laughs>
1: <Yeah.
2: laughs> wonder we struggled tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, eh? Why not? Uh, each of their own, Charles. Each to their own. Let's get him on. Can we get Richard oh, Hope? Richard one? Hope,
3: can, yeah. you imagine, can, it, can you imagine? Can
0: you imagine?
3: You might have to take these ones off the air. It's all right. Well if I do the interview he'll be quite happy talking to me, won't he? It? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like if Sam Hoskins ever comes on, the only person that could ever interview him is Danny. <laughs> hang on, yeah, hang, right on hang on a
0: minute, hang on a minute. I like Sam Hoskins, not as much as Danny, but I've not flinged him.
1: You're, you're only saying that now because of his lovely little goatees.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it might be safer for Jeffy to do to do the interview with Sam Hoskins, because I do worry that Danny will get... Danny might jump on his boat. Well, yeah. <laughs> he, might, he might start whispering sweet nothings down the line towards him. <laughs> or if it's a face-to-face interview, then God knows what would happen.
2: I'm Nicky Adams, and it's all cobblers to me.
1: Thankfully, it wasn't just me. That contributed, Leon after. Barnett.
2: <laughs> Leon, Leon Barnett. Yeah, right.
1: yeah. yeah. Tony Dobson. Tony Witter. Gary Hughes. There you go. I'll
2: join it. Yeah. Anyway. Byron Webster.
0: Yeah. Byron Webster. Oh. oh, you know
2: what? That's a good one.
3: Alex Pierce. Chris Doig. <laughs> Alex Pierce. Yeah.
0: So essentially, are we, are we what we've established is <laughs> any other player really.
3: Matthias Dumbay or whatever his name was
1: yeah Matthias Dumbay brilliant Pat Kanyuka <laughs> come or, on Josh. well <laughs> have I found one that you wouldn't pick
3: over Richard Hope probably wouldn't take him over Richard Hope to be fair <laughs>
1: is, is that good he's still trying to get more than two <laughs> he's still
3: still trying to the late than <laughs> <Lyman> two <King. laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah we had some other people get in touch to, to talk to us uh, Tyler Jason Got involved. Uh, He said, Scott McLeish will make my team based on the number of goals he scored. I agree with that. It's a shame. And I, do you know what? And this is also a shame that he didn't get mentioned by any of you lot. Shame on you. It's a shame that we never saw the best of Kevin Thornton, as even at 50%, you could tell he was an outrageously good player. Why why did none of you mention Kevin Thornton?
3: Um, Ricky Holmes, Martin Smith. Yeah, Ricky Holmes, Mike Smith, and also Kevin Thornton knocked me over, didn't he? So I was obviously (laughs) never going to mention him.
1: (laughs) That is true. That is true. Uh, Adrian Barnett, he said, uh, there are some easy picks for my time. Um, Eddie McGoldrick, Bobby Barnes, Trevor Morley, Dean Thomas, John Joe O'Toole, Ricky Holmes, and Mark Bunn in goal for him. Mark Bunn, ooh. Fair few of those are a bit before our time, unfortunately, Adrian. But thank you very much for letting us mm, know. And of course, we do know about some of them.
3: Well, you know, Bobby Barnes—he came to my primary school and, and gave me a, a lesson, <laughs> not just not just not just me. Uh, he gave us a he gave us a training session. Really? Cobra yeah. from Gladiators is it, is it... came to our school. Oh, I think you looked out. Better who was there. that? <laughs> Cobra from Gladiators. To... You had Cobra, Cobra from Gladiators, and I had flipping Bobby Barnes from the Yeah. <laughs>
0: I had a farmer from Watcher. <laughs>
3: you definitely win.
1: Who are, who are kids getting the, the GCSEs done you could be just like me. Who are? Come up. Up. <laughs> oh we had I remember having Mal Loy, uh, come to our school to do cricket coaching. Um, when he was at he was at the county. Uh, but yeah, Gary from Twitter. We've not heard from Gary oh, for a Gary. little while. Good old Gary. Um, he's basically given us his whole team, including subs. Would you like to hear it? Go for it. Keith Welch in goal. I, I think we'd agree that that's a decent shout. Yep. Um Ray Warburton and Wilcox in defence with Phil Chard. He's also named Ian Hendon at right back, which I find quite strange. Interesting one. Very interesting, uh Ricky Holmes, Sunderland till I dies Richard Hill, uh, if you haven't seen the Hillmeister does just appear, doesn't he and and basically tell Sunderland's owner not to waste three million quid on on Wilbrig and then gets ignored uh, <laughs> Paul Trollope, Martin Smith, Trevor Morley, and Trevor Benjamin as well, and subs for Gary from Twitter uh
3: Andy Woodman surely surely it can't be Trevor Benjamin, yeah. Ian it's not Joe Benjamin, is it? <laughs> oh, it'll be Ian, Benjamin. Ian Benjamin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It's because I said Trevor Morley. Sorry. Trevor be, Benjamin.
3: Be, Sneaky be Joe is. Benjamin.
1: Trevor Benjamin. Crikey. you imagine? <laughs> Crikey. Uh, yeah, so subs, Woodman, Dyche, Frain, Pia, and then Nicky Adams, Larry Grayson, and Bayo. It's a fairly decent team, that, isn't it, Danny?
0: Better than yours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh,
2: fair play. Trevor <laughs> Benjamin It's <laughs> almost no Charles's squad.
3: <laughs> 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 Alongside Armandone.
1: <laughs> yeah, why not, eh? Uh, Ray- Raymond van Doleman. I love <laughs> van <Dullerman>. <laughs> <laughs> Gary also uh, says that he remembers getting the wanker sign off Samo <laughs> after the former player and manager didn't chase after a ball that was rolling wide after a bit of head tennis from a cobbler's corner. Um, instead, Gary says, <laughs> "Samo ran back to his position in defence and upon hearing some abuse from Gary and his brother, gave a one-handed salute back to them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll side with Samo there. Hold on, yeah. Sammo. Only <laughs> <laughs> joking,
1: Gary. Oh, poor Gary from Twitter.
2: It's because Gary shouted, Richard Hope's better than you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that was before he'd even played for us brilliant <laughs> oh dear well as well as the messages that we received on social media this week we were sent an email by Malcolm Butler uh, which gave us an idea for this week's pod so Malcolm wrote greetings from sunny Cornwall down near your way Chessie
0: miles away well- from me but go on <laughs>
1: You're closer them. we are. <laughs> well done on the continuing output on the podcast. In the complete absence of any football, I'm enjoying the memory lane feature. And as for the quiz, you got 19 out of 50, uh, which must mean that he's due extra homework. Yes, yes, you are, because even I beat you. Must uh, do better. <laughs> so Malcolm goes on to say that he's got three favourite away grounds and three that are most certainly not from his 35-odd years of supporting the cobblers, um, and he thought we could basically make a feature out of this. So that's what we're going to do for the rest of today's pod. Is we're going to go through it, but we'll give you what Malcolm. <laughs> yes, yes, Neil. Yes, oh, we right. are. Okay. Didn't you get the memo? No. Um, so Neil come on let's start with you should we go with worst grounds first
3: i don't know what it's called now um <laughs> good start dave <laughs> uh, wiggins Park. Park. Wigan's new ground is it that was it originally called the jjb stadium wasn't it ah uh,
2: yes the, yeah, DW, state,
3: dw now is it yeah mm-hmm. uh i i despise that ground with a passion um is that because it's quite close to me it's too yeah it's too close to you (laughs) um, it's the whole experience it's it i'm not a huge fan of newer grounds anyway but Mm. you know some of them are right they fill them with fans and stuff but we gonna never fill it with fans and it's just a crap rubbish experience there's nothing enticing about it it's on the end of a retail park isn't it and it's just horrible um yeah so dw stadium for me would be in my top three that's a great shot thank you danny that is why i picked it
1: It, do you you think this is going to be a theme though that it's going to be all the newer grounds that are as you say basically in a retail park that are going to be the ones that we actually dislike the most i don't know you'll have to
3: find out no we will we will (laughs) won't we
2: yes danny what about you what uh, do you want? My first one, um, probably along similar lines, um, I've, just because I feel physically sick every time I step foot in the ground for everything they represent. And that's MK Dons. Um, obviously, well built staging, but I don't, I don't really care how well it's built or what it looks like. It's a soulless, lifeless of bollocks to me. Um, heap of Soulless, shite. Soulless, lifeless bollocks. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving yeah. these descriptions. <laughs> bowl of bollocks. Neil. sorry, bowl <laughs> of bollocks, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stupid um, me. I just, I can't, I, I, I just feel, I don't want to go there every time I go there and it's it, the whole thing, everything they represent is just everything I hate about modern day football and the way that they came about. I, I completely despise the place um, and it's not, like worst grounds can mean a lot of things. Best grounds can mean a lot of things. Um but this, to me, is just like, I, I cannot stand going there. And that, to me, makes it in the top of my list.
1: I can think of worse reasons to put the, them at the top of the list, to be honest. But yes, I, I completely agree with mm. you there.
0: Well articulated, Danny. Thanks.
1: <laughs> I was ready for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think, to be fair, we'd all probably put the MK Bowl up there wouldn't we and in, in at least well yeah we probably would put it in top three if not if not the top one we'll go to chessie next
0: okay um i've gone a bit slightly different to the others but i'm in agreement with our email the vetch it's just a horrible it was just a horrible place um I, i'll tell you why actually is it I, I must have been i mean i don't know when they they moved i can't remember but i was quite small when i went and um one, it was awful, just everything about it. But two, we got stuck in traffic and I missed Eric Savin's goal oh. when I was a kid. And it stuck with me for life. And uh, I, it was one of Sean's big regrets. He he couldn't believe it because obviously I was I was really a really tiny kid at the time and he was so gutted for me um, that I'd missed this one goal. And for some reason that resonated me. And I just – not only was the Vetch an absolute dive anyway, that little backstory that goes with it just makes me – hate it even more but it it really was an awful place i remember it 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 was dark it was awful you could barely see it it smelled everything about it was was horrific oh it was horrific (laughs) absolutely horrific
1: i i I do love the fact that you and Danny are at loggerheads. One of you <laughs> loves it, and the other one hates.
2: I just, it. Yeah. I just love all it's that sort of thing. A pain for those days, still.
0: Really? Oh God, no!
2: <laughs> like I went to the new grounds as well, the Liberty. Yeah, I did that. It's a little bit of a walk out of town, which is nice ground, but you just don't get the character of the old grounds. And just I'm um, probably just being misty-eyed for the old days, but I, I seem to remember just having a good time at the Vetch and really enjoying it. But
1: well, well, my first. Worst ground um, is, and it probably actually will be up there for fans of the club itself as well. To be honest, for for reasons um, that will obviously become clear, and and it's uh, the Withdean Stadium, yes. Brighton. Oh yeah, um, I remember going there. I think I, I think I went there twice, um, but I remember definitely playing them on my on my birthday or on the weekend that was, you know, sort of at the end of my birthday week, if you like, dad always used to take me to an away game when I was young, um, as like a, a birthday gift. And it didn't matter where it was in the country. We'd get on one of the supporters coaches and, and, and just go. And, and one year it was, um, Brighton away. And I just remember getting there and basically being sat on scaffolding a million miles away from the pitch I'm pretty sure we lost as well which obviously makes it even worse. But it was a terrible terrible stadium, a terrible game of football and it was a it was a rubbish way to spend my birthday. And I just remember I've always I was so pleased for them when they got out of that and they had their, you know, huge big. And I mean I've not been but the Amex looks fantastic when you see it on the telly. Um but having said that it's probably the same as, you know, all these other big bowl retail park jobs,
3: isn't it, Neil? <laughs> well, so, I don't know. Yeah. They, they, at, least I, at least I get some fans in there. Mm.
0: I think um, you, That's true. you do speak for Brighton fans. Cause I know a couple of Brighton fans from when I went to university. And um, they just used to... And, and it was I went to uni around the time that they'd moved and they they went up as well, didn't they? And mm-hmm. um, I remember them just despairing at the state of that ground. And, and it was in limbo for so long, wasn't it? And, and no one really knew what was going on there. I think it was just agony for them. So I think you are right.
1: I think that's what made it worse, is the fact that it, it went and they were there for so many years. Um, mm. If it had been like a one-season job, you, you'd have probably looked back on it with a little bit, not necessarily fondness, but they'd have looked back on it a bit more sort of like, oh, do you remember that time when we played in you know, that athletics track? <laughs> mm. um, you know, whereas actually they, they probably, look, well, they look back on it, I know, with... You know, just pure hatred for for what happened down there. So yeah, the with Dean is is right up there for me as one of the worst grounds I've ever played. Ever the Coppers play at? I wish I had played there. I wish You're I right. played football anywhere. You, could, you couldn't see a thing when the
2: ball was at the other end, could you? No, you that far back. I do remember Jimmy Quinn scoring there once. I've got it a vivid did. memory of this, um taken did make it
1: into my all-time <laughs> <old> 11? <laughs> <11. laughs>
2: I'm surprised but I remember them, like, the ball going out for throwing. it's a really vivid memory for some reason and we've thrown it in and Jimmy Quinn's just behind the defence without and their door just stood still and he scored um, that's my only memory of that but yeah so that's a great shout Bayo got sent off
3: didn't he there?
0: Yes he
3: didn't. did mm. Yeah mm. didn't he? Yeah you're right you're right That's all I've got on that one
1: Neil have you got have you got another one?
3: Yeah I've got a few mate um <laughs> i will go with some people actually will probably like this one but i i despise it so i'm going to go with kenilworth road luton
1: oh agreed
3: Yep, hate it <laughs> good it's on my list Ah, oh, good I, 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 I there's nothing i like i mean i don't like luton full stop but th- there's nothing i like about it you have to go through people's gardens to get to the away end, which is quite frankly ridiculous. Um, the the seats are ridiculous. Like I'm by no means tall. In fact, some would say I'm actually quite small, um, <laughs> and I struggle to sit down on the seats, um, which isn't a problem. I like standing, but I know a lot of people do like sitting, and it's it's ridiculous. The whole boxes down the left side of the of the ground is ridiculous. Um, It looks terrible. There's a whole host of pillars and posts in the way and all that sort of nonsense. And it's full of Luton fans. So (laughs) not for me.
2: Dreadful food as well.
3: Awful food. I remember
2: having my first away day hot dog there and it was terrible.
3: Oh, mate. I, I going experience that? that. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a
1: terrible place after you have your first away <laughs> hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> no.
2: Well, considering my first home hot dog was probably a Tony Ansell hot dog, then he survived it. <laughs> he survived. Yeah,
3: yeah so definitely losing yeah. for me. uh Nothing I like about it whatsoever, apart from obviously the the John Joe Ricky Holmes game. Oh, that's, that's a great kick. game, but I didn't make me like the ground anymore. Jesse,
1: what what's your next ground?
0: Um <clears throat> Shrewsbury. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, the
3: new. Which one? Which yeah, one? The new,
0: the new one. The new one. Um, it's dreadful. Uh, I really don't like it. Uh, mainly because I've always been a firm believer in there's one thing worse than a load of drunk football fans, and that's <laughs> a load of football fans that can't get a drink because they're really irritated. So. The fact that you have to walk about 54 miles to the closest pub and then you have to endure the traffic. I think there's some kind of little or some kind of supermarket issue directly next to the ground, which makes it insufferable on a Saturday afternoon. There's traffic lights everywhere going into the ground. And it's just a very unappealing place.
1: Do you know, I, I love Shrewsbury as a place. It, it's It's lovely but you are quite right in terms of that you you also have to park a million miles away you as do, well. Don't you do, not you? Yeah, you do. Yeah.
0: If, if you're sure, you don't. <laughs> but, you know, he <laughs> <laughs> just parked where he wants. But. But to be fair, I like, I, I, think,
1: I, I normally way. park at the, the, the petrol station. Behind the back of that, there's like a, a, a car, second-hand car dealership that opens up its forecourt, if you like, as a car park on a match day. And that's where I normally park. And isn't that a sorry state a of good affairs walk.
0: for... For a club like not to have proper facilities, it's just especially
1: with
3: a brand new ground. Yeah, yeah.
0: outrageous, absolutely outrageous. God awful day that was as well.
3: Game Meadow was good though, were not it?
0: I don't know. I never
1: oh, I went to that. It. Yeah, I
2: didn't mind Game Meadow actually. I loved so, Game Meadow.
1: I remember that ground with 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 fondness. You could you could kick the the ball over the stand and it would land in the river. Yeah,
3: it was nice. It was a nice setting for it, wasn't it?
1: It was. It was a
3: very nice. Bring setting. back Game Meadow.
1: <laughs> oh yes.
3: I agree with Jeffrey, um, by the way. Shrewsbury's New Ground, yeah. Agree, totally.
1: Yeah, I do as well. Definitely. Um, my next one might be a bit controversial, actually. I'm not sure. Six Fields. Um, I've gone for. No, it's not Six Fields. Um, I've gone for the Moss Rose, Macclesfield. Ooh. And the reason for it is that it, it should be, for me, um, a ground that I, I like because it's. Very local to me. Um, it takes about twenty minutes to drive there. There's some lovely pubs on the the road leading up to it, um, but it's just oh, it 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 looks so tinpot, and it's that open terrace behind the goal, which is fine, but you've got like what looks like a typical non-league ground with a with a with a stadium or a stand rather that is about what a quarter of the size of the actual pitch slapped bang on the halfway line the dugouts aren't actually you know one in either half they're both towards if you're stood in that particular stand they're both towards the home end um terrace which just seems ridiculous and it's falling apart and as much as that's probably more about the club than it is about the stadium itself, it's just terrible. And the fact that you have to climb a stair that is about, I don't know, you you literally have to go to the very top of the back of the terrace to get into it. And coming down there to go for a half-time wee or a pie or something, sometimes it can be quite scary when you've got like 300 cobblers fans all trying to get out the same way. I just don't like it hate it
3: I don't really like Moss Rose as a ground actually Charles I think it's a fair shout I have got I mean that was where Mark Richard scored four mm-hmm. that was good
1: and Matt Crooks yeah,
3: well. yeah and it was where I think that was where Steve Howard took out a ball boy <laughs> yes two footed the ball boy that on was a date a good uh, <laughs> I, was, I don't know what he does on his dates I'd imagine I'd imagine he's quite aggressive um but yeah as a ground it's terrible isn't it
1: it's depressing is what it is i think you sort of go there and you just go oh this is what it's like to be shit
3: (laughs) much much (laughs) what i like i imagine much what i suspect away fans from leagues above us when they visit us think
1: yeah it probably is don't get me wrong i'm not I don't mean to be mean to Macclesfield or Macclesfield fans, but I do go there and I just think, oh, it's a terrible, terrible ground, terrible place. There's
3: never any atmosphere either, is there?
1: No, and it's you know how like when when you go to a football match and you're quite you're you're an old style ground and you're quite close to. Um, the home support there's usually either another terrace or another stand to the side of you where you get the kind of, a bit like how we you know have with the west end at the south end where all the the sort of young ones that want to hurl abuse at the away fans go you want that kind of atmosphere a little bit of intimidation a little bit of you know where where the fans the two sets of fans play off of each other you just you can't get that because there's only about 25 kids that have stood either side of you no. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah.
2: Um, who's next? We had one from you, Danny. Um, what, my second one? Um, yeah. side of no, and so I'm going to move down my list. I've got a list, <laughs> what, a long list of words. <laughs> um I'm going for the worst away end I've ever been at, um, and that's Layer Road, Colchester's old ground. Oh, I used to um, love Layer Road. Oh. <laughs> just a appalling away, and just couldn't see anything. Tiny, tiny terrace, awful view, um, yeah, just I didn't have a great experience there any time I went there, from what I remember. Um, I just really didn't like it.
3: The most ridiculous thing, Danny, is that Layer Road almost made it into my top three. <laughs>
2: as in your best ones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the same reasons as the Vetchfield almost made it into mine.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, but, um, yeah, I just didn't like it.
3: Would you take Layer Road, a trip to Layer Road over a trip to whatever their stadium's called now, the something community stadium or something isn't it uh
2: probably just for the nostalgia yeah but you can say that about a lot of things i'll take a trip to the vetch over a trip to the liberty as well yeah um but just as an experience i just always remember coming away from Colchester just depressed probably because we <laughs> lost all the time <laughs> I was gonna say yeah probably because we lost again <laughs> i don't think i've ever been you've never
3: been to the vetch yeah, i don't
2: think <laughs> you won't
1: no i don't think so oh no sorry no to lay road I also don't think I've ever been to um South End either, Roots Hall. You've
3: never
0: been it's to Hall? It's a long way down from up north. If you how long have you lived up north?
1: Two thousand three I moved here. Yeah, it's a, long, so it long a long time. time. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even go to the playoff game. <gasps>
0: Southend, South really? End.
1: It was too far. Yeah, it was too far. I was at uni. Couldn't afford it. So yeah, watched place. it on the telly instead with a bunch of Crystal Palace fans. Who just happened to go to uni and were my friends. Uh yeah. So I went to I went to the home game of that playoff year, but I didn't go to the away game. Um, so I think great. I think actually think about it, the only ground that I've been in, been to in Essex was Canvey Island, <laughs> where no, I uh, got caught that. swearing on the telly by my mum. <laughs> I'm Chris I'm, Wilder,
2: and it's all cobblers to me.
0: I picked this one, and I want to put a disclaimer out there before I say it. I'm fully aware that we have a three-sided stadium, through no fault of our own. (laughs) Our chairman, supposedly... I think
1: think it is our own fault. And allegedly,
0: our former chairman, should I say, supposedly and allegedly ran off with a load of money that was supposed to build it. However, I take massive dispute in the idea of building a stadium with just three sides. Futile, pointless, and a waste of money. So... (laughs) Therefore, Oxford is my choice. I don't like it. I really don't like the place. Um, firstly, there's no atmosphere whatsoever. And I think that's probably due to do the fact that they've got an odd-shaped stadium. Secondly, middle of nowhere, can't get a drink. Also, big problem if you're a supporter that likes to go and get a drink before the game, which I must point out isn't me, but you know. Thinking of the wider community of Cobblers fans, and thirdly, I got glass bottles thrown at me by a load of Oxford fans when we beat them one year, and I don't like it. And therefore, that is my rationale for putting Oxford in there. I hated.
1: I think that's fair enough, to be honest. Although I will say that I do quite like the pub that's just down the road from the ground.
0: Which oh, one, the Catherine Wheel?
1: The I, d- I don't know what it's called, but it's one with a nice big beer garden on the way. are You kind of it- on the way in.
0: It's the Catherine Wheel, that? yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember that. That's quite a nice pub. But yeah, I agree with you there. To yeah, be
0: fair. I mean, why would you build a stadium with three sides like on purpose? We can laugh hysterically <laughs> at the fact that we knocked ours down and we haven't got one. But <laughs> why build one? With...
1: Like I, think, I think to be fair, you're doing us a disservice because we do have four stands that house yes, fans we do. in we each do. of them.
0: In our defence, we do.
1: It's just one of them is only half built.
0: Yeah, and yeah, with that and one, they it just looks up.
2: like they've. It just looks like they ran out of Lego.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh dear. I can see the hypocrisy coming from all these other fans yeah. now. Right but, now, but Danny, I should, should
0: I also point out that Dawn, bearing in mind that she has no interest in foot, f- football whatsoever. I remember distinctly a few years ago when we played them. she went, what's wrong with their stadium? I'm like, if someone like that, who has no knowledge of football points that out, clearly there is an issue.
1: Very good. Um, I'm going to go in with my third one. And it's, it's the Diva Stadium in Chester. Oh,
3: Ooh, that was all right.
1: I didn't mind No, that. you see, it's a million miles from the city centre. It's in a retail, well, in a proper big retail park as well. It's not just like a, you know, a Boots and a Next or anything like that. This is like industrial retail stuff. So you can't go and have a browse in the shops or anything before kickoff. You have to get a so basically, if you go by train, you have to get a taxi to the ground unless you're prepared to walk for an hour. Which, come on, let's be honest, you're not. Especially when there's no pubs for at least half of that distance.
0: That's no good um, to anyone, is
1: it? Well, exactly. I, literally, you, the last one, the last pub you get to uh, is on the wall, and then from there on in, you're literally publess for about half an hour.
0: And that is it's, no it's use. Dreadful. That's no use to any football fan.
1: Yeah, and the other reason that I really don't like it is because I, when I was at uni, I did some work experience working for a a radio station in Chester and they did the matchday commentary on Chester City. And I was invited along to go to the game for free against the Cobblers the year that we were promoted. Um, And I think we won 2-0. I seem to remember Andy Kirk scoring. Um, But I... I went for free and I went in via the the home sort of uh, supporters bar and from there I I then went and walked around to the terrace and then at the end of the match might the, the thing that I had to do was I had to go at half time back to see the guy that was presenting the radio show and to give him my opinion on the game as a cobblers fan and I had to do that at half time well I had to do that before the game at half time and then at full time and he was giving me a lift back into into chester and we were going out for a few beers afterwards and at full time we I bear in mind I'd already done this at half time walked from the terrace back round to where the gantry was and gone and done my radio bit full time we've won um quite a few Chester fans weren't very happy and we I'm trying to walk back round. and a steward basically said well you can't go that way even though he was the same guy that told me that that let me through for half time to go and do the radio I had my my radio pass on me so my works pass on me and yet he wouldn't let me through so I then missed out on not only going back on the radio at the end of the match, but I also then missed out on my lift because the radio DJ thought that I just got carried away and in, and celebrated too hard and disappeared. And the next week he blanked me completely when I went into work because he thought that I thought he wasn't. I was, I was too good for him and it ended up costing my work experience. So that's why I hate Chester City's Diva Stadium. Great. It's a, it's That's a, valid a good argument. story. That's Can't a very good story. Great story, um, Neil. We've not had your third one, have we? Uh,
3: no, not yet. Do you want it? Go for it. Yes, please. <laughs> so I had a few, and originally I thought, oh, maybe beers. No, no, no. Women. Not, not tonight. Um, <laughs> originally I thought maybe Bloomfield Road, which is Blackpool, um, but I'm going to go with York Street, Boston
0: oh taking it back that a, few is a years yeah
3: because i it was a, it's a hellhole. is the only way <laughs> to describe it
0: don't hold back neil
3: well <laughs> it, it feels like and i know we've not been there for a fair few years now but even back then it felt like going there and you were going literally back in time it it was just horrible and i always remember the pitch was terrible There was never really anywhere to park there either. It wasn't exactly a good away trip, as in it's not full of pubs or anything like that and stuff. So, yeah, I just thought it was a bit of a shithole. There we go, yeah. Hopefully we won't be going there again. (laughs)
2: Didn't Gavin Johnson score the winner there once?
3: If he did, that says everything we need to know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Danny, have we had your third one? Uh, No, not yet. Let's go for Uh, it. So, mine have been mentioned, so I'm down to my honourable mentions list. Uh, I've got two... That I'm weighing up. I'm gonna go where should I go? Just because of one really bad experience, I'm going and Chess's class are not gonna like this, um, if they're listening. Um I'm going Yeovil.
0: Yes, well oh, done, Well done. I couldn't because... do it. Well done.
2: <laughs> 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 Only cause well, it's not it's it's, it's the standard awful. open it's terrace, um, which is fine. But it is the grim experience and we were in town, we for some reason we decided to stay the night in yoga when we went down on a Tuesday oh, wait, night. Exactly. We afterwards. But we're, we stayed in this B and B we, we asked the people who, who ran it, um, how far is it to walk to the ground? They said oh, it's just ten minutes straight over the roundabout, straight over the next roundabout, straight over the third roundabout, and you're there. About two hours later, we rock up at Hewish Park, half an hour after the kickoff. We got um and then lose in the last minute. So, oh, that's as good a reason as any, I think, to, to stick Hewish Park in, and then we played there on a Tuesday night, I think, um, when we were going down from League One just before the Leeds game, and we needed to get something down there, and we lost. I think, yeah, that
0: was an awful um, night. I and remember then we that.
2: lost. I think then we lost to MK Dons on the next game, and it was that downward spiral of Stuart Gray, the unraveling of Stuart Gray's team. Just yeah, so pretty bad experiences at Yeovil. So I'm going to go with that.
1: Should we move on to our favourite grounds then?
0: Yes, please.
1: Um, let's. Okay. Well, Chessa, you seem up for it. Let's go for you.
0: <laughs> okay. So my, my first one is Palace. Ooh. Um, it was in
1: the crystals.
0: Yeah, Crystal Palace because um, it's just not Buckingham Charles. <laughs> <laughs> just a classic, proper ground in amongst the street. You know, there's it's effectively just literally in the middle of the street, isn't it? Which is how, where what proper football grounds are and what they should be. Um brilliant atmosphere, loads of places to get a drink for match. I know it is London, so you know, it was expected, but really, really good and a brilliant day out.
2: Josh Lowe scored there. Uh, Josh Lowe of Charles's team.
0: Yeah, Josh there. Lowe did score there. Probably Jason I
2: don't really Paris. see what the issue with you had with Josh Lowe was to be honest. <laughs> I mean,
0: Josh Lowe was- Ricky Holmes. Mm.
2: Good fans at Palace though, aren't they as well? Yeah, Seems brilliant.
0: Just- really good. Great atmosphere.
2: Ultras. Isn't that what they call themselves, ultras.
1: Ultras, yeah. In the
0: corner, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I,
1: I, yeah. I, the one time that I've been, which was for that FA Cup game. Yeah, me too. I thought it was proper nice, proper proper old style ground that was you know up to date as much as it could be at that time. I
0: like, and yeah, also, I like old house part. the. Also, they they were absolutely brilliant um, in terms of. Um, palace as a club because i remember really clearly really struggling to get tickets for that match um because i seem to remember correct me if i'm wrong you'll probably know more than me that you had to queue at six fields and that's the only way you could get a ticket and obviously we couldn't do that um and sean actually phoned the club direct and crystal palace allowed us to have our tickets sent down on the team coach and then collected at palace as we got there it was brilliant oh really good enough. great bit of knowledge and that, that that's one of two places that have done that that and wickham they're the two places that have done that so yeah good club oh
1: marvellous wickham's brilliant. not in my okay. top three
0: by the way but random story for you i thought you might like it
1: <laughs> brilliant yeah i i quite like the uh the massive beer tent that they have yes, uh, wickham. yes. Oh, that's good that's you're only good. my
2: first oh, one charles i've got wickham oh down. sorry, oh, sorry. Go on, <laughs> Danny. <Dave. laughs> Come I've, on, I've, Danny. I've got, let's, yeah, let's go and talk about Wickham, shall I've, we? <laughs> I've actually got Wickham on my top three. Um, just for the all-round away days fairly close. Beer tent for the away fans. Pretty friendly fans always. Um, it it I think to me it always makes a difference how how welcome you feel as an away fan there, and it always feels like they're welcome into any. To, well, I don't know about other clubs, but to us it always feels like we're quite welcome there, and there's you can have a drink at the just before the game. It's a reasonable ground. Um, and yeah, I just think they do everything right in terms of serving their away fans. Uh, I think we could learn quite a few lessons from what they do um, for that. So that's why it's made my top three. Yeah, I disagree. Fabulous.
0: I think that's. I think that's fair. Did
2: you say you
3: I, disagree? I think it's ridiculous, but yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Fight! It's the grounds at the end of an industrial estate with one road in and one road out for starters. The Great. pub on the corner. Used to have strippers in it, didn't it? Really? Or was that? And I you did like, like this? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know it will come as a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can see why you like it, Danny. I, I choose to disagree, my friend. That's well, fair enough. Fun. I suppose that's go for it. Yeah,
1: yeah. there you go. Um, so Neil, go on then. What's yours? Oh. Well, Actually. Dear. I don't what? know. Daddy, Daddy decided Danny decided to have a wobble. Danny, are you okay? <laughs> I, was a, I
3: was having a Harold oh, Bishop heck? moment. Oh. <laughs> uh, my first choice, Charles, is Craven Cottage.
0: Ooh. Oh,
3: okay. I would like to caveat it with... 1997, yeah, like Craven Cottage. Yeah. Cottage before it went all seater, mm. uh, in the away end, especially. Um, I think it's, it's probably quite ridiculous now because that the, the stand behind the goal seems to ha- house home and away fans, doesn't it? I think it's very odd. I don't know. Um, but back, back when we visited, and did we wear green when we went there that time? Oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah, did we have Andy Clark up front? Was it?
2: Andy Clark, yeah. Jason White as well scored the winner there once.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So back in those days, I, I loved it as a ground. It's Similar to what Chessie said, it felt like a proper football ground. It was sort of in the middle of houses as well. It was right next to the river, which is great. Uh, and obviously any, any trip to London is a good away day. Um, so yeah, Craven Cottage for me. And I like the fact that there is a cottage in the corner. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's very, very good. Um, my
1: first one... I'm going to go with Plainmore, Torquay.
0: Oh, that's a good shout, Charles.
1: Thank you, thank you. That's I a mean, really it, good it, shout. It is mostly for the memories, I will say, of of that 99 2000 season, uh, where there was well, there were Cobblers fans in in every seat, almost <laughs> in that stadium, uh, on the last day of the season when we went up. But I think it's a cracking little ground now. Again, the same as what you've just sort of said with Craven Cottage, Neil, this does come with the caveat of this is before they had the, um, the stand built behind the goal. Uh, so this is when it was, was just the terrace. It helps, doesn't it, that, that it's in such a nice part of the world as well. But it, it just felt like it was a proper little football ground where magic happens and it certainly did that day. <laughs> so uh,
3: that's uh, that's magic my happens.
1: first best one. It's <laughs> one like, where
3: really right. we Charles. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's down the road at Exeter. You better, <laughs> you better have a chat to some Torquay fans. I'm not sure they think much magic happens there.
1: <laughs> no,
3: they probably don't.
1: In I know one of them, and, and she says <laughs> definitely doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, so plain more Torquay, that's my first one. So uh, if we go back to uh, – well, let, let's go back to Chessie, shall we, for – the next one,
0: uh, Sheffield United's ground,
1: Oh, Bramall Lane. Bramall
0: Lane, yeah, um, it's just one of those grounds. A little bit like Palace. Mine kind of runs in a theme. Um, it's it's a proper football ground with proper facilities, uh, right on the doorstep of of the city. Um, really, just a really great away day. And actually, considering the fact that I have only been once, and it's a heck of a journey from where we are, um, they lost our tickets um and didn't relocate them and um I I still had a great day even though we lost as well so you know (laughs) it it is what it is but it's really refreshing to go to a a proper ground where it's smack in the middle of the city and it's just brilliant and and it's really great to see what they've done as a football club as well
1: yeah I've never actually been in but I when I was at uni I had a mate that I lived with in my second year that was a Watford fan and we went to a couple of games together, both Northampton and Watford games. Um, and one of the games we were going to go to was to see Watford play at Sheffield United. But we got there late, and they wouldn't let us in. Oh, like no. it was only like we were like fifteen minutes late, and they wouldn't let us in. So we we ended up not actually uh, not actually being able to go in. So I've never technically been, although I have been outside. begging to get in on a match day there the uh
0: the the best bit about it for me was um there's a real classic Sheffield United pub directly opposite the ground and we went in for Sean wanted a drink for the game and it was absolutely brilliant funny that yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was New Year's Eve as well that day and I had to drive back like Hour upon hour. It's a oh, good was that kn-
3: when we lost in the last few minutes? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, but it's a, it's a good six hours from us. It's an absolute killer. But it was it was a brilliant day. Um, I know we lost, which is rubbish. But you kind of didn't feel too disappointed going back from that because it, you kind of felt like you'd gone on that journey with Chris Wilder, and it was brilliant.
1: Well, I was going to say, was it was the only reason that you really went was because it was Chris Wilder? Would you
0: have not gone? Otherwise? Oh no, we'd have still gone because we always oh, okay. we always do um, Boxing Day and New Year's Eve. Always, regardless of where they are, I mean, it had to be Sheffield, clearly, and we had to try and get back as as um, a humane a time as possible. I think we managed to get back about half nine, ten o'clock, and they're like, "What are you doing for the year?" I'm like, "I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> I've been up since so like five o'clock in the morning just to get there." But it it was it was a good day out, and I I just really like the idea of having a ground right in the city. I think it's brilliant.
1: Mm, great. Uh, my second one. It's another old ground um, that doesn't, is sadly, no longer with us. Uh, but it's the feetums at Darlington. Sadly, no longer with us. <laughs> it's
2: not died. Uh, uh, do
1: you know? Do you know oh, did- well, it might as well have done. The, the club pretty much did when they moved out. True. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love that. And again, it's kind of going back for one for one particular memory which was us going there in that same season uh, as I, we went to Torquay we won one nil away um at Darlington Steve Howard scored I think and it was a real that was when the belief really kicked in it was a proper football football ground we were on the, the seats were wood I think it was like a it, they were more like wooden benches you remember like you had at junior school um, still are. you know that you'd do it in PE, yeah. Yeah, so good. it was like you were sat on those all the way through the match. It was proper football, proper football grounds and, and to win there, yeah. It was great. And I just remember I also remember coming out of there and, and some Darlington fans not really liking us very much and maybe egging the coach. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Knew that. I knew you'd like that, Danny. So yeah, the feetums is my second choice.
3: Uh hold on, I need to give you a bit of ribbon because that's a ridiculous huh. choice. Why? <laughs> Fetums was an absolute shithole It's no wonder it's dead Oh but it was a glorious <laughs> shithole <mate. laughs> yeah. Just how you <laughs> like it A glorious shithole oh.
1: It was terrible I, As I said it was more for the memory of that game Did Richard
2: fair Hope play that game Charles. It- Sorry Did Richard Hope play in that game
3: it Possibly did it was around about our time wasn't <laughs> To be it? fair Richard Hope was born in Darlington So I can kind of see where you're going <laughs> with it
1: <laughs> Come on then, Neil. You've given me some ribbing. What's your next one?
3: uh My next stadium is Queens Park Rangers.
2: Oh no, Neil! Oh, Come on, Loftus Road. I don't see a thing there.
3: Loftus Road. I tell you why, though. It, a, it's in London, so <laughs> again, easy to get to. Lots of beers to be had. Um, but I quite like. I, this is just a personal thing of mine. I quite like a quite enclosed stadium where it feels certainly where there's no real gaps in the corners or anything like that and it's, it, it it feels like a better atmosphere all the time for me uh, and I like how close you are to the to the pitch so yeah Loftus mm-hmm. Road and I agree the view yeah. is crap of course it is uh, and the facilities aren't particularly great but I just as a ground I'm a big fan of it It's
1: a pretty good view of Paul Trollope with a massive looping shot that goes over the keeper oh, and into the back of the net A
2: lovely but little you lob, beautiful. It was sat in the upper tier though you couldn't see the goal line of that that goal,
3: yeah,
0: really. Oh. I've never been. Yeah. Is it that bad?
3: You yeah. should have stood, stood in the bottom. Well, yeah, I was where, in the bottom. That's where the fun was. <laughs> I, I, obviously, <laughs> was I was in the well. cheap
2: seats. <laughs> 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 Can't get Ubers to games like you, Charles.
0: <laughs> 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 that one in. Uh, so brilliant.
3: yeah, Loftus brilliant. Road for me is my second. <laughs>
1: Fabulous, yeah. No, I, I was thinking about actually putting Loftus Road in,
3: um, but yeah, you've done a good. It's more job just there. it's, it's just because it's it's very close to the pitch, isn't it? Very close, yeah. And you are pretty much on the touchline, and I like that. Mm. Like you, yeah. you, know, you think, like at Cambridge, the away end there, you you're basically you're in you're in Peterborough pretty much where you're watching the <laughs> So far, <laughs> what a place to be! <laughs>
1: Is it your next one, Danny?
2: Yeah, I'm going to stay in London. Actually, I'm going Leighton Orient for oh, my second one. Yeah, um, a good one. I think just really good club, proper proper London club. Not the easiest of the London clubs to get to, but I've always got the the train or the tube in uh, from various places, and it's just always felt like like I've always had good chats with the Orient fans going in. They've always been, seemed like really happy to chat and talk football and know their football. There's not that many of them, but um, they're just really it seems a really good friendly place to be. Um, been properly screwed over by the Olympic Stadium being built and West Ham using it. But um, apart from that, I just quite like them as a club. There's that Rod McDonald overhead kick and the Ricky Holmes wonder strike from a few years ago. Um, and I quite enjoy they've got flats in the corner. There's <laughs> people popping out to the balcony to watch the game.
1: I love that bit like that. where you just see someone popping out on the balcony just, yeah. a, just five minutes before kickoff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a an, an up, upper class version of the Sixfields Hill.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered like, if some of the salespeople just closed the curtains when they first showed people around, <laughs> and then they got there on the first day of moving in. so like, us open these curtains, get them open, get some air in. It's football ground there. <laughs> What's that doing there? But yeah, always always a good time at late audience. Good cafes around for some. Some good cafes. <laughs> Pop a cup of tea, and a bag of chips before the game. Love it. Good, good sausage. Mm. Excellent sausage. Top notch sausage. Mm. Okay, well,
1: uh, let's uh, let's get keep going. So we've got one more each. Um, I'm actually going to go for one for my favourite ground. This is my favourite ground in the country at the moment. Um, I've never seen the Cobblers play there, um, but it's the Emirates Arsenal. Ooh. It's That's an absolutely beautiful place. I know it's new, and it kind of goes against all of the thoughts that I have about sort of modern bowl stadiums. Um,
2: bowl of bollocks, you mean?
1: Yeah, exactly, Donna. Yeah, um, I took dad to the Emirates for an Emirates Cup weekend. Um, a few, few. It was maybe about the second year. Um, second pre season that the Emirates have been open, and I think if I'm if I remember rightly, we we watched the Arsenal play um, against AC Milan. But yeah, the stadium was just fantastic, and it really didn't matter where you sat; the view was just incredible, and you you could walk around, you could you could basically go wherever you wanted to. And the fact that they've taken the old um, the old clock is it the North Stand clock that used to be at Highbury. And they've put that into the Emirates. That that adds that little bit of history for it, that little bit of homeliness. Um, and the atmosphere is just unbelievably loud um, for one of these new stadiums. But they've built it with the fans in mind. And I think that's, for me, just just makes it the standout stadium in this country.
2: It's interesting. I've heard a lot of things of away fans saying it's quite quiet there. so, But um, I can imagine in pre-season it being quite... Full of hope before the despair mm. kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> I think God, we're going back
1: to when Arsenal were, were only just going on their the start of their barren run. Mm. So, I mean, back then it was a different kind of feeling. It was, you know, full of hope of new stadium. Richard Hope. Yeah, mm. full of Richard <laughs> Hope. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why they've not won the league for so long. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, great, great stadium. And I'd you know it's, it's one of those places that every time we get you know an FA Cup run or a League Cup run that that has the possibility of us meeting Arsenal, that's always one of the clubs that I'd love to get in our way tie at so yeah um, what about you Chessie what's your top spot for best ground
0: um, I've done it the wrong way round <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: That's all right. Palace, it's fine. What's Palace, the next one. Then?
0: So, Palace was supposed to be my favourite. Then, Sheffield United. Now, I've gone really controversial, and I think Neil's going to probably kill me for this, but I'm going to say <laughs> it anyway. Um, I've gone home. Park, deathly silent. Plymouth Argyle. Plymouth Argyle. Yeah. Several um, reasons.
1: I was going to say why.
0: Several reasons. Um, because you can you can go and get a drink anywhere. You can get food anywhere um for us it's not long a journey and it's a brilliant away day in the west country so anyone like me or the guy that emailed in it's it's a brilliant away day for us um and there's decent atmosphere when you're in there Plymouth always have a huge amount of fans that go to games whether it's home away even if they're bottom of the league um and it's it just is always a decent game of football because you've got a decent atmosphere you've got the fans you've got time to get a beer and one of the great things that is massively underestimated at stadiums you can park there for free and you just drive straight out and it's so easy but yeah no i like home park it's just just a decent away game and and if you consider where we go for away games there's not many away games where you can say it's just it's just fairly decent game to go jesse have you seriously have you
2: had a bad experience at home park nilgs
3: no, if 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 anything, I've actually had a really good experience at home park. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and to be fair, I don't know where they have it there all the time, but the the big marquee that they have is brilliant.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: So when we went there, we went there for the Tuesday night game when we won two one, yes. I think, in the promotion year.
0: Yeah, that was a brilliant night, wasn't it? It was January. Oh, it was
3: class. Yeah, it was brilliant, and we went. That in. was the start of it, wasn't it? It was really? the start
0: yeah. of that that thing. Whatever that was that we created, it was it was the start. I remember knowing it was a start as well because me and Sean walked in and there was something like two thousand fans, and Sean just looked at me and went, "Oh, we're obviously doing really well if this, this lot are all here." Because bearing in mind, we used to go on a Tuesday night all the time, and there'd be no one there really straight after Christmas as well. But it was a brilliant night, wasn't it, Neil?
3: Oh, it's class. That 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 the entertainment before the game was brilliant. There was a a live band. I can't remember what they were called.
2: It was a live band. Was it, it Paul,
3: Paul McGregor's band? Or? Oh, no, don't. Cause I'm going to ruin it if it was, um, but there was a live, a live comedian and the comedian's name was Dave banana. <laughs> Dave banana. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even joking. He was terrible, but
2: <laughs> so it wasn't Julian Allsop, Was it?
3: I'm Chris Freestone and it's all cobblers to me.
2: Neil, what is your third one?
3: So it's going to be a controversial one. It was a, it was a toss. Richard Hope. Nope. no. Nope. Although I imagine he'd build a great stadium. Um, very open, I imagine. Um, <laughs> I it was a toss up between two, so it was a toss up between Leicester's stadium, King Power. Really? Yeah, I like Leicester Stadium. Again, it's okay. it's all encompassing, isn't it? So, um, but I'm actually going to go with I don't know what it's called now, but it it was originally called the KC Stadium, wasn't it? Hull, Hull,
0: mm. well, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, I, I love that stadium. I, I, I've, only, I've actually only been there once, and it's probably more the memory it's when Mark Richards scored that absolute yes. screamer,
2: Eric Sabin yes, at yeah. it again as well.
3: Yeah, it was just it was one of those away days. It was brilliant. We found oh, a great club. Amazing. Yeah, there's loads of Cobblers fans there. We saw who did we see at the at the, um, I think we saw um, Ryan Amu at the service <laughs> station on the way up, which amazing which made it better because actually we ran down the windows it was with we, Jay Goody. Well, he wasn't he was on his own i think he must have been waiting to be picked up by the by the coach Jay but, Goody. Uh, well maybe god rest us <laughs> soul um but we wound down our windows and we were all booing him but because he thought we were saying a moo so he was like, <laughs> <laughs> right we were like <laughs> brilliant <laughs> and uh and then yeah we found a couple of fantastic pubs uh, in hull which sounds surprising i know but it was around the marina area uh, and it was bloody lovely it was and then uh yeah the game itself was brilliant so yeah i, I like i like that so i'm gonna pick that
2: uh, so danny you're going to round us off i was gonna say hull as well that was my next one um no so i was yeah no because it was mainly because of that day it was one of my favorite away days of all time but the stadium was pretty nice as well um so i'm gonna move down my best list um what should i say what am i going for I haven't particularly done these in order, so I'm gonna go uh, Anfield. I think. Oh, you're it, it feels like it's cheating because it's not really. It was a cup game and everything, but I just felt but like it's it cheap, was it's cheating. Well, you, you had the Emirates in pre-season, Charles. Come
0: on. Yeah, Guess
1: right. <laughs> <Well>, you just, <laughs> Jesse had. Sellers <Jesse> <laughs> Park. That was
2: a cool game. No, that's true. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay, cool. Um, I'll go with Anfield then. Them in the it,
0: league,
2: not in my lifetime, but. Nor in and my we're probably, lifetime, but... not, we're probably not going to play him in the league in my lifetime. Mean, no, I mean um...
0: Palace. I'm, I'm sticking at oh, Palace. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: when, have,
1: when have we played Palace in the league?
0: I don't know. Must have at some point, surely.
1: In our, in our lifetime, no.
0: No, that's what I mean. At some point oh, right. in, a, in, oh, okay. in the club's history, in the hundred and oh, okay. year history, surely we must have played Palace in the leagues. Come on, <laughs> someone who's clever and have got a lot of cobbler's knowledge. Let's, let's sort that fact out.
2: <laughs> it's more than likely. Fair enough. Go on, Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed Anfield. It was, and, I, and I don't particularly like Liverpool as a club, but as soon as I got there, you kind of feel like it's it's got the feel of a modern stadium, but it's still old school. It's right in the middle of the community. There's The fans as passionate as they get. There's a proper like working-class feel to it. Um, but there's still that, that sense that they're moving forward. Um, and obviously, I'm moving forward quite a lot now. But um, yeah, just I just really enjoyed going there. Obviously, the result helps, but the stadium itself... It was fairly enclosed like Neil was saying about QPR and stuff. It just it it just felt like a proper good old school stadium in a modern with a modern feel about it. So yeah, enjoyed that.
1: Oh brilliant.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed um, it slightly that night. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all enjoyed it
1: slightly that night. So yeah. hope, <laughs> just a bit, just a bit. Um I'm quite surprised that no one's mentioned Wembley.
2: Nah, I don't like the new one.
1: Well, not even the old one. I mean, I like you know, we've one, but... mentioned older gate. We've mentioned older grounds as yeah, well.
2: Yeah, we? in terms of best and favourite, that I still no. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. No, it's,
1: it's, uh, it's fair enough. I, I like then... the Millennium
2: Stadium actually. Not...
0: I think with big stadiums, it always comes with a big occasion, doesn't it? So it's, you've almost got that cliche feel to it. Whereas somebody like. Um... So, uh, a game like uh, Danny mentioned, the Leighton Orient game, brilliant game, and that holds mm. memories for a totally different reason. Or Home Park, like I said, for that night when Wilder started off that brilliant run. It's it's those little things. I think that's the difference between supporting a big club yeah. and supporting somebody like Northampton Town, isn't it? It's a markable difference. What,
1: what, do, you, what do you mean someone like Northampton? Huge club, Jesse. <laughs> Huge club.
3: <laughs> Biggest club in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to pick Vale, not Vale Park, Villa Park, um, but I didn't okay. on the basis that I've not watched Cobblers there. But like what you were saying, Danny, I think Villa Park's a proper football ground.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: great kebab I, on the side of that one as well. I wanted
2: to be ultra controversial and say London Road just because of that terrace that used to be yeah. down the goal.
3: That terrace is it, brilliant. It, it it, brilliant. It was
2: on my list simply because of that terrace. It was just when it was absolutely Limbs rammed. Limbs is the word you're looking was, for, Danny oh, I mean, oh. Yeah, but it oh, was incredible. Absolutely rammed to like you, I don't remember any hardly anything that happened apart from Samo what was he doing up there and Scott McGleeish's goal? Um <laughs> but the the occasion was just incredible every time. I mean I don't think you're ever gonna get that experience when with, with the seats there now. Um which is a shame for the modern-day supporter that they don't get to experience that, but I think that roof helped it. The roof kind of oh, kept every everything yeah. in that like, the whole noise and There's, yeah. I don't think there's any, ever going to be in a way experience like that again.
3: I would like to experience that two-one victory again because.
2: Oh, oh yes, Can we watch it back for
3: the first <laughs> goal we scored. I dropped my phone at the time and spent the next however many minutes looking for my phone and then I found it when Samo scored during the celebrations. <laughs> so I didn't really get to enjoy it as much as I could have done. <laughs>
1: This sounds very much like a, a Morrissey slash Smith song. No. <laughs> I, lo- I lost my phone and then I found my phone.
3: <laughs> also, at Cardiff away in the playoffs when we beat them, with when Sean Parrish scored from his own half. Um, Birmingham. You uh, mean, sorry, yeah. Birmingham, yeah. I lost a shoe during that celebration and never found, never found the shoe again. So. <laughs> I lost my glasses at
2: Cambridge once.
3: This is incredible.
2: I've lost a shoe,
3: you've lost glasses. This is brilliant.
2: It was during that 3-all game, if you remember it.
3: And you didn't find them?
2: No, I did in the end. Oh, you did? Miraculously, they were still intact as well. Um, Just need to bend it back into place. I was like, but yeah.
1: I'm absolutely loving the thought of you coming all the way back home from Cardiff with only one cheer <laughs>
3: on. It was, I was on the coach, and we, after that Cardiff game, that I, th- I can't remember who it was that mentioned it earlier about getting bottles thrown at them and stuff. Maybe. But on the way, yeah. yeah, on the way out of that Cardiff game in the playoffs, they their fans were sort of going out alongside us, but there was literally just a fence, like one of those metal sort mm. of crisscross fences. Between us, and they were throwing fag butts at us and stuff. And then there was one oh, Cardiff God. fan. There was one Cardiff fan that walk, was walking past, stopped, pulled his trousers down, and put a fag out on his butt cheek. And I was like, oh. oh, I mean, it wasn't the greatest thing to see. But I was like, what's that going to achieve?
1: Oh dear. Well, on that note, thanks for listening. <laughs> Let us know on social media what your choice is for your favourite grounds and your worst favourite as well. Um, do you agree with us? Let us know. It's All Cobblers To Me is a vibrant sound media production. You can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or podchaser.com and support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Look out for episode four of Memory Lane on Saturday and we'll be back with more Cobblers To Me next week. See
2: you then. Richard hope. Dick hope. I mean, Lee Collins even.
1: To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.